You're listening to the Capitol Press Room, and we're turning our attention to the state's campaign to eliminate hepatitis C in New York by 2030. And to discuss the issue, we're joined by Dr. Pedro Mateu Halibut, an associate professor at the CUNY Graduate School of Public Health and Health Policy. Welcome to the show, Professor. Thank you. Thank you for having me. So for starters, when we've talked with health officials in the past, they've estimated about 116,000 New Yorkers are likely infected with hepatitis C, a liver disease caused by the hepatitis C virus. But they've stressed that this figure is really just a best guess as a result of limitations in their surveillance effort. Recently, though, the state health department provided an updated snapshot of the landscape and found that about 190,000 New Yorkers were diagnosed with hepatitis C from 2010 to 2021. And during that period, about 52% of New Yorkers are known to have been cured or cleared of their infection as of 2021. So what do those numbers tell you about the scope of the hepatitis C problem in New York, as well as our ability to potentially eliminate it by 2030? The target for hepatitis C elimination in New York State, based on the World Health Organizations, is aiming at an 80% of treatment among those who are diagnosed. In New York State, in terms of treating those who are hepatitis C positive, we have seen an increase from 19% in 2015 to actually 51.7% in 2021 of those who have been treated or they have clear hepatitis C. So certainly is New York State is going in the right direction in treating those who have been diagnosed for hepatitis C. Well, using the information that we have now in terms of the landscape and the need for treatment, focusing on your speciality, which is young people and the transmission of hepatitis C, what should the state be doing to either prevent young people from catching hepatitis C or to ensure they have access to treatment and care? Yeah, a great question. There should be an special effort to focus on young people who inject drugs. For multiple reasons, oftentimes young people who inject drugs, they are under the radar. They are less likely to engage or attend needle exchange programs. They are less likely to update treatment prior to their engaging in drug injection. So I think there has to be a multi-pronged effort in supporting young people who inject drugs. And that would include facilitate drug treatment. That will include methadone or buprenorphine. And in facilitating the uh, means here, kind of independently of insurance status, if any young person would like to be treated for them to be able to access treatment. Also, I think we have to do a better effort in expanding and reaching out to young people in terms of servicing with needle change programs and other services, in perhaps in harm reduction centers that could be focused on young people and that could serve in, in a more friendly atmosphere and more kind of within their framework of needs. 
And also that includes hepatitis C treatment. So in our study, we found that 27% of young people who use drugs, who use opioids and inject drugs in New York are have been exposed. These are uh, ages 18 to 29. So have been exposed to the hepatitis C virus. And of those, 16% are chronically infected. As you know, the hepatitis C exposure is measured by the antibody exposure, but some people clear the virus naturally, and therefore there is a a smaller percentage of those that despite not being treated, they might have been cleared. So therefore we have a 16% of those that are chronically infected. And interestingly, we did and a study, part of this study was doing a phylogenetic testing using the GOES data set from CDC, in which we found that about a quarter of the hepatitis C infections among young people were genetically linked. What does that mean? In my opinion, it shows concern and opportunity. Close to 30% of young people who inject drugs in New York City are exposed to the virus. Yet, the relatively low percentage of chronically infected, those 16%, represents a very unique opportunity for hepatitis C elimination among young people who inject drugs. How so? We could specifically target young people, even reaching out at drug treatment, providing free bup for anyone who like it. And at the same time, any young person who is a hepatitis C infected provide easily access hepatitis C treatment. And that could include co-location treatment and needle change programs or drug treatment programs. And in that process, in that coordinated effort, I think we could reduce the actual prevalence among young people in a way that those quarter that are infected each other among the ages 18 to 29 will be much more less likely to get infected and possibly reach hep C elimination as part of that overall effort of hepatitis C elimination in New York State. So of those recommendations that you laid out, are any or some or all of them being implemented by health officials in New York? Because I know some of the things you mentioned, like co-location of treatment, is something that we've heard from health officials. So do you feel like they are actively engaged on like the recommendations that you sort of walked through? Or does there need to be a culture and policy shift amongst health officials more broadly? New York state officials are doing an extraordinary effort, and that also includes New York City officials in in an extraordinary partnership. I think we have a wonderful, fully committed New York State Department of Health and New York City Department of Health in coordinating these efforts towards hepatitis C elimination. Of course, in that coordinated effort, there is things that perhaps we could go faster, But again, I think we are doing an extraordinary effort. I think in the context of the United States, uh, we can be very proud of the good work of our New York State and New York City health officials. Is it going fast enough? 
Perhaps no, but I think, again, to their credit, the goals are clear. Certainly, the percentage of those who are being treated is steadily. Currently, about above half of them are being treated. For young people, I, in my opinion, we need to do better. The opioid epidemic did a, a huge disservice to young people. Many of them started using opioids recklessly without knowing that the opioid was akin to heroin. Many of them were caught up in the addiction. Then there was a huge constraint on the access to prescription opioids. And in that, many transitioned to heroin and drug injection. So they are struggling with an addiction. And the access to treatment, although there, oftentimes can be problematic because A, the insurance might not cover or is reluctant to cover long-term coverage. The hepatitis C treatment equally might be problematic because often many of them might be under their parents' insurance and their parents might not know that the young people are struggling with substance use or they are hepatitis C infected. Reaching treatment, either drug treatment or hepatitis C treatment, will require disclosure. So there are, in the hepatitis C elimination plan, there are certain recommendations, say, for a Medicaid waiver to assist that treatment, but uh, to my knowledge, those have not been fully implemented. Certainly is a commendable goal. I honestly think we have to do better for young people. And some of those envisions services that we might not quite have yet. For example, I often mention, if you think of the Apple store, for example, you see the luminosity of the Apple store, you see the welcoming spaces, you see how easy and convenient it is. So equally in service to our young people who are struggling with homelessness, who are often arrested and incarcerated, who are at emergency rooms experimenting overdose, we should have a service that will target specifically young people who use drugs and make readily available a whole set of comprehensive services. And that would include, of course, HIV and hepatitis C testing. But as often is said, hepatitis C testing will require both antibody and RNA. And in that effort, on-site, once we know the person is hepatitis C positive, in the same way that we do the effort to provide naloxone, we would provide on-site an uptake on the medication so the person who is hepatitis C positive could leave home already with the first set of medication for hepatitis C treatment. In one of our studies, we did a pilot testing on hepatitis C treatment on site, and it showed the feasibility of engaging young people who use drugs in pretty much immediate hepatitis C treatment. Is it where we won? Not quite yet. But again, I want to commend the efforts of New York City and New York State health officials for what the overall goal and where are we going in that effort. And that effort does acknowledging some of those challenges. When you commend health officials, do you differentiate between 
the people who are on the ground implementing policies and the politicians who are setting some of these policies? Do you feel like in some cases politicians are tying the hands of health officials and what they are able to do? Well, that's a, that's a good question that kind of gives flavor for a lengthy conversation. Politicians in general have not been friendly to people who use drugs. In fact, we have a disastrous history of war drugs that have been extremely harmful. We can think of the HIV epidemic. We can think of the hepatitis C epidemic. We can think of the epidemic of incarceration. And oftentimes, people who use drugs have been targeted as pay-goat of crime, other social problems. In fact, people who use drugs are very much an intricate part of our society. And now with the opioid epidemic, there is a twofold effort to A, start addressing the addiction in a more humane way. But I think that narrative is not quite there among politicians. There is more of a fear. There is more of an underground side topic that maybe doesn't want to be fully covered. Among health officials, I think it's quite different. Again, uh, I have the privilege to interact with New York health officials, and I think they are just extraordinary in their understanding of the death of the problem and in their being uh, leaders in uh, providing multiple arrays of solutions that both understand the clinical complexities of hepatitis C, the stigmatization of people who use drugs, the importance of harm reduction services that oftentimes have been demonized. And in that comprehensive effort to try to address the issue of hepatitis C infection in a holistic way that includes housing, includes addressing criminalization, and includes addressing stigmatization. Well, we've been speaking with Dr. Pedro Mateu Jalaber. He's an associate professor at the CUNY Graduate School of Public Health and Health Policy. Professor, thank you so much for making the time. I really appreciate it. Thank you, David. My pleasure. Support for the Capitol Press Room provided by the New York State AFL-CIO, a federation of 3,000 unions fighting for working people by keeping New York State union strong. Visit unionstrongny.org for more information. Join us again for Capitol Press Room, a production of WCNY Connected, Syracuse.